0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borkey. Always glad that you are with me. And today, guess what the topic of conversation is? Did you guess quarterbacks? Because we cannot... Get past this quarterback conversation. That's okay. We'll talk about that a little bit and a couple of other things related to Georgia Tech right here on this edition of the Rebel Report. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Please follow on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Just find me there. All the same. Follow, like, subscribe, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also subscribe to this podcast. If you have not already, wherever you get your podcasts, Find this one there. Just search Rebel Report. And if you like what you hear, leave a rating and a review. So we'll start here because we have to. The SEC Coaches Teleconference just went down. And Lane Kiffin was asked about quarterbacks because, of course, he was. And he was noncommittal about quarterbacks because, of course, he was. Here is what he said. So this is the SEC Coaches Teleconference. It happens every Wednesday. He said, quote, we've not made that decision. Both guys continue to battle. They've done some good things and some things they need to do better. They're both still young in their second year of college. So we hope they improve this week. Remember, it's Wednesday. Uh, The game is Saturday. They'll travel, I assume, on Friday. More quotes. Uh, Talking about Altmaier's injury. I think he's fine. He understands it's a competition, and it's still wide open, so I see both guys playing. So that, again, is Lane Kiffin on the SEC Coaches Teleconference about the only thing that most people care about, the quarterback position. Again, he said, we've not made that decision. Both guys continue to battle. They've done good and bad things, all that stuff. Uh, Forgive my cynicism because I know he has been pretty honest in in these press ops about how he's going to handle the quarterback position and, and what has become of it. Do you guys buy that they have no idea how they're gonna manage the quarterback position this weekend? Do you buy that? I'm not talking about if they know that they have their guy he's won the job and they are moving forward with this guy they're they're just moving forward. They picked their guy and it's good i i i don't hear that or I'm not trying to convince you that that is what's actually happened. I don't think that that's what has actually happened. But I I refuse to believe that on Wednesday of game week in their first Power 5 road game that on this teleconference that just happened, that they have no idea how they're going to manage the quarterback position. No, uh, we have no idea. These guys are battling and we just don't know yet. I think I I call BS. I don't, I don't believe that for a second. I think they absolutely know what they're going to do. It doesn't mean that a decision has been made final or anything like that. But they know what they're how they're going to manage this on Saturday. They absolutely know how they're going to manage this on Saturday. Um that's why it's so hard because, you know, I've been wrong about this during it. I I used past precedent and was wrong because they did give both guys a start in these first two games. I didn't expect that. I used past precedent and applied it to this situation where it is not the same. But I know how much or how prepared these guys are. They've been practicing for Georgia Tech for days. And I, I know that it's not like the offense really changes much at all, when either of these guys are in. It's not like the offense changes much at all. But still, knowing how sticklers for preparation these guys are, they know how they're going to manage this. They they do. Um, I I will happily admit, if and when I'm wrong, if it's totally true that they just don't have a clue how they're going to manage this, let's happily admit when I'm wrong. The podcast is brought to you by LB's, just across from Kroger and University, right there in Oxford. If uh, you are not making the trip to Atlanta, I know a lot of you are making the trip to Atlanta. A lot of you that I've talked to are making the trip to Atlanta. But if you are, if you're not, you're going to spend your weekend behind the grill. At least you should. Stop by LB's, again, just across from Kroger and University. It's got the best selection of meat in this state. And they've got daily lunch specials, too, Monday through Friday. But if you're going to cook with meat this weekend, they'll be open. They will see you, and you tell them I sent you, they'll hook you up. And the best selection of meat in this state is at LB. So if you're cooking with meat, tell Gregor, the good people there, that I sent you, and enjoy your weekend, the road game, the first road game of the year, by putting something on the grill. Last thing on quarterbacks before I, before I move on. I, I've, I've wondered about the health of Luke Altmyer. Now, take Lane at his word. Uh, There's no reason not to believe him. I do wonder, though, if the, oh, he's all good, he's 100% practice, no issue, all that stuff, no problem at all. I I wonder if that is uh, some semblance of embellishment, because you know uh, they don't talk about injuries really at all. And it's entirely possible, completely possible that, despite what we saw on Saturday, the obvious favoring of that shoulder from Luke Altmyer, it was clear um, the ball wasn't coming out of his hands well uh, at all uh, after the injury. And he was clearly bothered and in pain, some kind of discomfort anyway, from that injury. I wonder if, um, if that's not, if it's not being sold entirely accurately either, because, And I'm just speculating here. Maybe I shouldn't speculate. But it does seem counterintuitive to think that after seeing what you saw on Saturday, everything's all fine and good and normal. As if, like, nothing was wrong at all. Um, I I wonder if he is, is in fact, practicing, which is what Lane Kiffin appears to imply here, although didn't outright say it, but that he reportedly was at practice on Monday and, and everything was all good. I can't help but wonder if he's fighting through a little bit of pain. Because it just it doesn't jive to me what you saw on Saturday and then they're reporting, "Oh, everything's fine. All good. Yeah, no no problems at all." You guys with your eyes saw a player really favoring his his throwing shoulder and and was definitely uncomfortable, but ignore what you saw and just believe that it's all good, no problem, 100%. I don't know I don't know if I believe that either. I'm calling a bunch of people liars today. I shouldn't do that, but I'm an opinion guy. I'm not a reporter, and I'm giving my opinion. I don't think the 100% truth is being told here. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I will come on here and uh, and admit that. Just doesn't seem to jive. But that is just speculation on my part. Could be nothing. He could be 100%. We'll see. We shall see. The podcast is brought to, also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. Advantage Business Systems, they service the entire state of Mississippi. So if you're located in this state, anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, you're in the market for office technology. So anything from copies and printers and mail machines, cloud storage, data security, phone systems, whatever. If it's technology, if it's in your office, you need it. ABSMS.com is the place to go. If you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is, they'll come out and give you an assessment on me. That's Advantage Business Systems, ABSMS.com. So I know Georgia Tech is not exactly the biggest challenge in the world. They are one of the worst, if not the worst, team in the ACC right now. Um, but it is still a power five team. They've got ACC players on it. Their defense gave Clemson fits there for a little while. Uh, They've got a quarterback in Sims who's a pretty athletic kid, uh, not the best vertical passer by any stretch of the imagination, but he can make Ole Miss uncomfortable anyway with his legs. He he throws underneath stuff okay. Um, They're really going to try to give him confidence building throws and Keep a lot of things underneath, and they will use him in the run game some, and he's athletic enough to, to kind of be annoying, but it is a power five game. It is a game on the road. And I think that you might see a step up in scheme. Now, I, I don't think that Ole Miss needs to or will actually like open everything up. And as you guys know, that's not really that's not really how they operate anyway, because they are so In a good way, hyper-focused on exploiting weaknesses in their opponent that what they do sometimes on a week-to-week basis can change. It's the same offense, but they do different things on a weekly basis based on their opponent. And and we've seen that a lot, and it's been really successful and very, very good. Um, We haven't seen that yet at all. And I don't think Georgia Tech, they should not be a significant challenge for Ole Miss, but it feels like they should be a step up in competition. You're also on the road, things like that. So I'm excited to see for the first time this year, Ole Miss, relatively speaking, scheme up an opponent, especially with what they do in the running game. You've been concerned, and rightfully so, about some of the things you've seen from offensive line play. Uh, you, you should be concerned about a lot of the things, honestly, you've seen from offensive line play. But you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, regardless of the competition, that Ole Miss has a pair, and, and you can add a third in there as well. But they definitely have a pair of special running backs. And I'm I'm excited, honestly, to see how the, they can more creatively use Zach Evans and Quinshawn Judkins because those two guys um, are special. I think they're truly special. And Judkins, if, if he progresses the way you think that a true freshman's going to progress through his career at Ole Miss, the, the guy's got superstar written all over him. You've got two possible superstars in your backfield. And I'm really excited to see that schemed up a little bit more, although it won't be full on like you'll see against Kentucky, for example. But man, I, I cannot wait to see how they use them. I'm curious to see if you see them more in the past game as well catching balls out of the backfield stuff like that if you see any two back sets possibly uh that that kind of stuff i'm really really excited to see you know how they try to exploit the weaknesses of georgia tech because they haven't quite done that yet this season for for good reason so i had somebody ask me i think it was monday you know just like is is this the Ole Miss offense we're going to see all year, is this Charlie Weiss's offense because it seems kind of boring? And I said, no, this isn't anywhere close, not anywhere remotely close to their capabilities in terms of schematics. They just they didn't need to be. They put some things on film to evaluate quarterbacks, but they didn't need to be. This week, they won't need to be fully, but they've got to do a little bit more, and we'll get our first taste of really how they can creatively use uh, those two guys. I will definitely be watching wide receivers as well to see if they can get better separation. Mingo's been quite good, uh, exactly what you thought he was. Malik Heath has been, generally speaking, pretty good, but otherwise, you haven't seen much from the wide receivers. Uh, Trig had a better second game, but it was Central Arkansas, so how can you, you know, how can you judge? But um, you see the physical tools there. Really looking forward to that this weekend, seeing them scheming up an opponent. And on the flip side, this is a a real test for the Ole Miss linebackers because Kentucky's not going to be this way. Kentucky's going to try to be physical and and smash mouth you, and that's not what Georgia Tech's going to do. But you've got some athletic quarterbacks on your schedule moving forward. When you go to Baton Rouge – Uh, you've got Daniels, who is not the best vertical passer, but he's a good runner. K.J. Jefferson is a completely different style than Daniels and Sims that you'll see this weekend, but he's still a runner Uh, on top of being, he's a far more complete quarterback than the other two. But still, this is, you're going to get a good look at how Kari Coleman, Troy Brown, and that linebacker group handles an athletic quarterback. How Ladarius Tennyson, how... How Young and Johnson and the safeties and Otis Reese, who you've seen before, but still, point remains, how they handle an athletic quarterback. Because when you go to Baton Rouge, for example, that's how they're going to try to beat you. So we're going to get a nice look of, especially these portal guys, and how they handle this kind of a quarterback for the first time. Because they haven't been tested in this way. They've shined. They've flashed. They've looked good. But this is a different challenge. Sims is a good enough athlete to, to make you uncomfortable. Really curious to see how uh, how Chris Partridge schemes this up. Curious to see if they get a little bit more aggressive with their blitz packages and in coverages and stuff like that. They can afford to play downhill and be aggressive because I don't think Georgia Tech going to beat them vertically. But this is um, – I, I don't want to say it's like a real test because it's not, but this is a good opportunity for you to see what a Chris Partridge coach defense truly will look like when the competition has elevated some. Because they've been afforded the opportunity to be vanilla. And they haven't had a quarterback that can beat them with their legs like this. So this is, a, this is really the first time we'll get to see what Chris Partridge is like against a team that it, at least in some spots has some competency relative to what you bring to the table. So obviously all the eyes are going to be on the quarterback. Uh, I expect it to be... Uh, jackson dart i uh i'm curious to see if, if luke altmeyer is truly a hundred percent um if he is practicing this week he's tough man uh, i mean he was he showed a lot of toughness on saturday clearly hurt clearly bothered playing through it he showed you that that he's tough um so if he's practicing this week and playing unless he's magically 100 um he's displaying toughness uh some more so Obviously quarterbacks because every conversation about Ole Miss is about quarterbacks. And um, and there you go. There's 16 minutes or so of thoughts about this game. I'll do another one of these more focused on Georgia Tech and two questions and all that later this week. But for now, Lane Kiffin won't commit to a starter. Um, I, I don't believe that they have no idea what they're going to do. Um, maybe it's gamesmanship. Maybe I'm an idiot. Probably, probably that one. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you later on this week. A Super Talk Mississippi Ah! media production.